welcome to a fun, heartfelt, and super special episode of the Powerful Whispers podcast. Today, we're going to plunge into the beautiful space of worship. And it's important to note that we are all called to worship. And Claire, my guest today, is going to show us how to do that. Claire comes all the way from South Wales. She is a beautiful, incredible, prophetic worshiper. Her voice is so soothing and so powerful. And it's fun that she's actually going to break out into song a couple times today during the broadcast. I pray that it touches your soul like it did mine. So brace yourself for an incredible experience that will stir your soul, lift your spirits, and I hope you will find your very own tune of praise to the Lord. Welcome everyone to the Powerful Whispers podcast. I am so thrilled to have with me today, Claire Bell, who I actually kind of sort of met about four years ago. You might not have even remembered me from the Grow Group, yes, which we were part of four years mm-hmm. ago, and it's been fun to watch Claire on her YouTube channel and get to know her a little bit. So I'm so thrilled to have you here today, Claire. Welcome. Thank you so much, Krista, for having me. It's exciting to be here. Well, I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself. I live in Neath, South Wales in the UK, for those who don't know. I'm a wife to Stuart, and we have two kids, Talitha and Judah, and I'm currently homeschooling them, so that's crazy. And then I just, I love to worship, do worship, traveling, you know, here, there and everywhere, doing a bit of that, and I teach music as well on the side. And I also like help, well, I manage a community hub in the Outtown Centre as well. So it's quite, it's quite busy. <laughs> yes, you are really busy. Yeah. So I love your worship music. And yeah. it was so fun to be able to have a few of your songs in my first book, yes. which was just so special. Yes. And I love that you're from Wales because I do have some heritage from Wales. Awesome, awesome. And I do hope to go there someday. It just sounds You've got beautiful. to come over. You've got to come over. Yeah. <laughs> So you wouldn't want to come over now. It's just pouring with rain every okay? day constantly. So <laughs> you're not missing anything. I'll wait a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, Claire, as we get started, I would love for you to share with us a little bit of your faith journey. Okay, cool. Well, I kind of grew up in a Christian household. And I remember just as a child, just like having visions of Jesus, you know, when I was like really young. And so I've always had like kind of been like quite aware or open to maybe the spirit uh, the spiritual realm. Grew up in a church that was quite sort of maybe he- heading on the like legalistic sort of side of things. And then in my teens, we went to a different church that was like the complete opposite. So I had like the extremes, but learned loads from both different streams, you know. And then obviously I had a few years of go my own way, not wanting to like lead worship, etc. And all that kind of stuff. And then eventually coming back around really to saying yes to what God had called me to. Wow, that is incredible that you had wonderful encounters as a young child. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And like when I was around 10, something around there, maybe 11, I just remember clearly hearing God in a time of worship. You know, it was at a kid's camp and just like he told me what I was going to do with my life. You know, just like (laughs) I just felt him just like call me to like, I felt like it wasn't going to be, I hadn't met anyone at that point who was, live in the way that I felt he was going to call me to, do you know, like yeah. with the worship and this type of thing. And that, that it came straight up to the worship time and a friend like literally just there and then confirmed everything that God had just told me in the time of worship. And I just burst out in laughter. I just had the joy oh. of the Lord. 
and I and I, yeah it was amazing I'd never seen anyone even do that you know just uncontrollable laughter it was just yeah. you know something that happened in that moment it just as God revealed himself really so that was awesome wow yeah is that moment when you started to become interested in music uh, no, no, I've always loved music as a child. I started playing classical piano at four. So I've like been, you know, brought up playing instruments, you know, and like did all my grades and that kind of thing. Always loved music, was brought up on like, you know, anything from 70s, 60s rock right through to, you know, classical. So I've always, always loved music. That's cool. I'm curious, at what point did you start to sing? In addition to oh, playing music. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Because <laughs> I, I only feel it's like in later years that I'm actually learning how to sing. <laughs> nice. I've like always sung in school choirs, you know, Welsh National Opera, Chamber Choir, that sort of thing, oh. you know, in groups. Happy to play in groups, happy to play in orchestras. I used to play the flute and things like that as well. Yeah. But like I would never, ever have the confidence to like sing solo, like throughout yes. my whole school. Terrified you know the first time I ever sung in a mic was when I was 17 and I was like a petrified little mouse you know just whispering out just like honestly really if it wasn't for my mother there just actually forcing me to sing in the mic I don't think I would have ever done it so yeah that's kind of like a little bit of my journey and you know I listen to like younger kids now you know in their teens and they can sing amazingly and I'm like hats off to them it's amazing I feel like only now after years of recording and listening back at how bad I was singing am I actually like learning how to sing properly so yeah <laughs> I imagine God was planting in you those seeds though he's like okay keep going Claire because I know that he has gifted you with this beautiful yeah. voice and amazing music talent so thank you <laughs> I'm happy to hear that you have first through <laughs> yes I would worship on my own times on the piano as a teen you know and just like have lovely times of worship there's no way on earth I would have ever done that in front of people before. So I know that you write songs. Yes. And is there a song that you've created that has particularly impacted you? Ooh, that's a good question. I think it probably, the earliest song I think that impacted me was a song, Holy Are You Lord God Almighty. I don't know if you know that one. It's on like a live album I've done. That song was burst out of actually a bit of a crazy time, whereas I was working at a retreat centre in West Wales called Falderbrennan, which is quite well known, in, you know. And like that morning, I, my back had been healed because I'd just, I'd, I'd fallen down the stairs six months prior and damaged my coccyx and I couldn't sit on the floor or anything. It was like really painful. And a group of people had prayed with me and I'd, I'd woken up on a completely healed so I was like, oh, yeah, and I was I was kind of like overseeing the retreat centre that weekend. So it was only me, only my member of staff on site. And it was a Sunday morning, still my PJs. And I'm writing my second worship song of the morning, you know. And it was this song, this song, Holy Are You Lord God Almighty. And it was just like, do you know when you just feel the power of the Lord on it? It was yes. amazing. And I get a knock on the door and it's a couple from South Africa just come in and just... Anyway, long story short, I ended up just singing them this song, you know, just, it was wow. such a God moment. It was, I would never have done that before, you know, half finished, only written about three lines to the song, but like the power of God just fell and we prayed for each other and prophesied over each other and it was amazing. So like the song was birthed from this, like this amazing time. 
and and it's all about it's singing about Revelation four, which I would just like really went through a stage of just really singing about like you know that the throne room type of thing, which not yes. no one else around me at the time was singing any of those things or you know looking into that like you know seeing the light from heaven and all these things. It was it's only in later years have I met other people who have seen the same things, sung this. You know, it's really cool now connecting after all these years. So that song came about and every time I would sing it like just powerful stuff would happen like I remember one time this friend of mine just started completely manifesting and like this demonic stuff just came up and we just oh ended my. up having to just pray with like literally just started the song and it was like boom you know it was really powerful and what we re- what's really cool is like I went on um, a, a trip to New Zealand to do worship over 10 years ago now and I was doing that song and this Maori lady came up to me and said, God has also revealed a song about Revelation 4 to me. Oh and it was so, so similar. And oh. it, even the strumming, I've got my guitar here actually, I can maybe show you, but it's like a really, Please. it's like a really odd rhythm that you wouldn't like write a song with. But what was amazing was that hers had the exact same rhythm and she was singing about Revelation 4. It was like, Oh my God. God had just revealed this. There's probably other people in the world that have got, you know, a similar song as well. So that really blew me away. So I'll just show you a little yes. bit of it. But it's... Awesome. It's singing about the elders on the throne. But it just, instead of like a normal rhythm, it's just like, just really fast strumming. And you're yeah. like... Covered in eyes on the front and the back Eyes all around and inside they can see in every direction in every dimension that you can imagine they can find nothing as good as you so like that kind of strumming yes Ooh, i feel the holy spirit Ooh. in that song yeah That's amazing. I, so it's like it's the most random song that you've, i don't know it's but yeah it was cool so there we are that's the one that really impacted me <laughs> Yeah. Wow. That is so amazing. Oh, how fun that God, all these connections and how he works through all of us. Oh, when you're seeking God, he does just such fun things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So cool. I know that you have a prophetic worship school and that you love to release God's sound from heaven on earth like you did through that song. Can you share a little bit more with us on how you help others learn to release this prophetic sound? Yeah, awesome. That's a cool question. I think really it started, I've been doing workshops for about like 15 years, maybe something like that, or, you know, in different settings and things like that. But many years ago, when I was around 21, I went on a trip to America and I stayed with Brian and Ramey Whalen. I don't know if you know them, Ray Hughes' daughter. He was his daughter and um, son-in-law, and I stayed with them for a few months. And they run a workshop, a worship workshop, which was amazing to be part of. Learned so much, you know. They're amazing guys. And there was the it was the time of activation where people could sing up their own songs. So they were just like going around with a mic, you know, going through everyone. And you had like a certain moment where you could sing out. I just could not do it. I just was so timid, so scared, and the moment passed me by. And so after that, you know, even though God had t- called me to like worship you many, many years before, I still just didn't have the confidence. And I think 
these workshops have been burst from understanding how when you have like really low confidence on things how you actually need a little bit more help rather than like a, a 10 second moment to sing into account into a into a microphone so I kind of base them a little bit different to that and obviously I've got my own input and things but I usually get people yes. to like sit in a circle and it's all really chilled and I'll like play some background music some chord progressions on repeat and I'll just get everyone in tune to like first of all just sing out a line of praise or just even a sound just mm-hmm. to break the, the yeah. fear I've had so many people like just walk out in tears like unable to do it you know just because of the fear you know of just even wow. someone else hearing them what I love when that happens, when, we, when we're in that circle, is, you know, if someone's really struggling, we can just put our hands on them and pray with them and yes. just encourage them, even to, like, whisper out a sound, anything just to break the fear, you know? Because the devil just wants us just... If we're in any sort of battle or anything, he wants to shut down our voice, you know? That's, that's yes, what, you know, because it says, sing, O barren woman, sing out with your barrenness, you know? You will never bore a child. It's, it's, it says that in Isaiah, I can't remember where. And it's, it's even sometimes singing out to that place where you feel you've got nothing to give because it breaks such, you know, it just brings oh. such power. Yes. So then I can, like, after we've done a little bit of, you know, maybe we'll do the seven Hebrew words for praise, you know, the, the main seven where you just go through and activate and just get people to raise their hands, yada, and Barak or, you know. Please share what those seven words are because I don't know them. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Sorry, right, okay. you on the spot. No, you're not. It's good, it's good. So you've got, like, shouting, which is Shabbat or Sabach, which is... To shout, you know, to allow to tone to the Lord. And you've got, like, there's two raising hands. So there's one which is Yada, which is just... I'm going to confuse these now. There's Toda and Yada. And one is for just to praise and thank the Lord. And the other is to thank him for things not yet received. And then there is the one Barak, which is to bless or to bow or to kneel or salute. How many is that? <laughs> How many have I done? Definitely have four, maybe five. Hal- Let's see. Halal which is to be clamorously foolish, to rave, to boast. That's where hallelujah comes from. It's just to like actually be so over, you know, overcome with like emotions that it's just every part of you is just like goes crazy, which is a really awesome one. If you imagine like a, a, a sports game or something like that where everyone's going crazy, it's kind of like that's halal. And then there's the one where you play on the instruments. Oh my gosh, what is Zama? Zama, which is to play okay. on your instrument or a song. And then Tehila, how could I forget Tehila, which is from, which is like a, a song with the spirit. It's to like sing your okay. own song to the Lord, like it's a new song as opposed to like a set, nice. already written song. It's like a song with the spirit. Nice. And that's what it talks about in Psalm 22, where it says you are enthroned upon the praises of your people. God enthrones himself on the Tehila, the spontaneous song of the spirit of the people which is why it's so important to sing your own song out yes so i think that's the seven <laughs> Woo. wow okay that is so amazing i'm excited to learn yeah that there's seven aspects and i'm just wowed and my mind is going all over the place <laughs> but i'm excited to hear about the last one mm. where we're we're making our own songs yes. and sound Yes. Which I've been doing on my own at home home walking in the neighborhood by myself. So no one's hearing me, but (laughs) just God. And that's fun. Yes. I think that is the most part. That's the one I'm really passionate about because it's like you don't necessarily need to be on a mic for it to be important. I've had times of worship where I'm literally standing next to someone and I can hear them singing their own song. And I'm literally just weeping, uh, you know, because it's so powerful. So, and, and I just believe everyone has got a song to release. You know, it's like, yes. 
and everyone can sing and everyone's creative. We just don't, yes. you know, and yeah. I've run so many workshop, these workshops and the richness and sound of each different person's mm. voice is so unique. And it's like, I, it's honestly blown me away. I've been in tears just like listening to how beautiful it is when people release. So yes. like in the workshop then we probably go on to like, a really good way to like practice like singing out is just even to sing a psalm to like look at it read it absorb it and then put it in your own words as opposed to trying to sing it exactly you know yes. I love to do it with psalm 23 because it's like you know coming by the still waters imagine what do they look like what can you smell mm-hmm. what can you see what can you sense it's not just singing it robotically you know and it gets you into that place of like starting to flow out of like being used to just singing the set lyrics And then you can go on then to like, as you see stuff, then start singing that out. That's when it gets really exciting. That's powerful. Here I am, everyone, I'm tearing up. I don't know, like the the Holy Spirit. I keep wiping my eyes because (laughs) my eyes are like, (laughs) it's getting in my mascara. This is not going to be pretty. I'm just going to be black. (laughs) It was just good. I love it when the Holy Spirit is just flowing and working and Mm. ministering. This is so cool. Mm. I was thinking about as young children, like, you know, I had two boys and I remember when they were young, they were very vocal and they would sing. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter if they were on key, right? They were just yeah. singing with joy. And somewhere yeah. along the way, maybe it's like school, we had to be quiet and yeah. we're taught to not be loud all the time. <laughs> and mm-hmm. like our, our voices were tampered, I think, mm-hmm. by our society and of course the devil because he doesn't want us to be worshiping and, and praising so I'm excited that you are helping release sound and this beautiful music that God created us to release. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going off script. <laughs> so I'm wondering in your lifetime, have mm-hmm. you been able to hear angels worshiping? Yes. Oh. Yeah, a couple of times. Please share. One time actually was I was at this event called Whitney Wildfire, which was in a very lovely part of England, very posh, very, you know, lovely, lovely people. Not the kind of like wild Welshness, you know, but it was called Whitney Wildfire. So it was all about bringing the fire. And I took a band and we did like a little set, you know, in through the the whole day of praise and worship and everything. And I was actually did that holy song, which is the one I shared earlier. And it was like all day it'd been quite like just of a certain level, you know, like loudness. It wasn't like, you know, very loud or anything. And we started singing that song. And I think it was actually the first time I'd ever like led with that song ever. Actually, at one point I just stopped playing because suddenly this like sound just came from everyone. And I was just looking around, like trying to work out where it was coming from. Because it was like, it just, yeah, this just sound of voices just like joined in. That's the only way I can describe it. so amazing. Yeah. Were they singing your song or were they singing? Yeah, it was just the core. It was the chorus of the song. Like, but it just was so many voice, more voices than what was in the room. Yeah. It was incredible. Yeah. That is yeah. so, so amazing. I have <laughs> experienced the sound of angels one time. Mm. And I was with two girlfriends. We were at a very, very small church. And I loved the, the atmosphere there. I mean, we, we were all mm. there to just praise God. And it was interesting because the three of us didn't talk for maybe a week. It was such a powerful moment. Yeah. And, but we all heard, all heard the angels together. I was like, oh, wow. I want that more. That's that is amazing. so cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 
absolutely. Well, I would love to know if you have a power nugget to share for those that feel a call in their life to be a musician as well. I think know who he is and know who you are and know what you're called to. And just, I'm really passionate about this because it's like, I see it in so many musicians, this kind of like competitiveness, this comparison that goes on, you know. But like, if you truly know who you are in him, then that stuff's eradicated, you know. And who are you writing the music for? Who are you doing it for? And like, first and foremost, actually, the music is for you. Is is for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And good. if other people happen to listen to it, because it's like it's a way of processing things. Yeah. It's a way of understanding God more. But it's a way of like just dealing with life. You know, you're creative just to like, just because that's the way you are. That's the way you deal with things. And if other people happen to listen and like it, amazing. But like, that's not the goal. Everyone's created to create. Yes. You know. Right. And so this like idea that, and and also it's just like. There is room for everyone. There's room. God has created mm-hmm. space for every tree to grow, you know? Yes. It doesn't mean because they are flourishing that you're not going to. So I would just say if there is any sort of comparison, jealousy, envy, any of that kind of stuff, just eradicate it. And like ask yourself, where is it coming from? Why are you feeling threatened? And absolutely just mm-hmm. deal with that before you go into any sort of ministry because it'll just get ugly. <laughs> it'll yeah. just get ugly. And it's just, you know, you'll either trample on people or you will just shy away yourself, you know? Yeah, that is really good. And I have this phrase that there's no competition in the kingdom, right? No, there isn't. We're all created uniquely and we have beautiful purposes from the Lord. And yes, Mm -hmm. go forth, be bold, but keep keep God first. That's good. Yeah. So I would love to know if you have an encouraging Bible verse to share with others. Ooh, my favourite, I think, you just can't go wrong with Psalm 23. You just can't go wrong with it. It's yeah. just like, it's got everything in it, hasn't it? It's just like, yes. it's just, I think that, especially with like life being so busy, it's like you can just return to those still waters. It's And it's it's not about having to worship for half an hour to enter his presence. Mm. I don't even like use language like that anymore. It's like we're already there in his presence. It's just turning our awareness to him. Yeah just turning our gaze that's what a friend a fabulous friend of mine Rachel Abraham she said that because she she's brought up four kids and just has got such a peace about her she just absolutely mm-hmm. blows me away I was like how do you do it and she was just like you know I'd be washing the dishes and I just turn into him you know just turn your gaze turn your awareness yeah. and it's just right there and that shift of mindset from having to like worship for half an hour to like yeah. remain it it's just like it's there the still waters the green yeah. grass, it's there. It's just right there already. And so I think Psalm 23 is just so good for that. As well as, you know, walking through the shadow of death. Yeah, there are tough times, but he's prepared a table and he's on the table, you know. Yeah. He is the bread, he's the wine, he's the body, he's the blood on that table. He's the feast and he has got a place for each one of us at that table. No more scraps. You know, he's anointed us and our cup is overflowing. You know, I just love the way that the Jewish people do like Shabbat, you know. Have you ever done the, the Jewish Shabbat where the, the wine overflows? I haven't. They don't just pour they don't just pour the wine into a glass. Just I they, didn't they know. have a cup they have a tri- you know, they have a little we do it at the house where you've just got a little saucer under the cup. Okay. So you always pour to overflow. Wow. Which I just love. You know, oh. so my cup overflows. Yes. Oh wow. 
so there's so much in Psalm 23. I mean, you could if there was no other part of the Bible that we could have, I think you could just survive off that, really. So here we go with another impromptu question. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Are you open to, to singing what's on your heart about Psalms 23 right now? Ooh, yeah, I could. I could. I could do it. Yes, you can. <laughs> I know you can. <laughs> do you know, I've actually been really playing around with it a little bit this week, actually. So, yeah. Oh. I, oh, gosh, I can't even think if I can remember anything off the top of my head. Can I somehow just, like, play a chord on the piano I, just to, like, get absolutely. the... Absolutely. Yeah. It's those chords, it is. As you can see, I'm sitting on the floor. I thought it would be comfier and just more... It's beautiful. With, you know, with the piano in the out. background. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you are the bread And you are the wine And you are the feast set before me and you are the one who seated me at the table. Beautiful. I was just I need my piano. I feel like lost right now. Oh, it was so beautiful. I was lost in the song. That's, that's amazing. Thank you Sorry. so much. It was great. You have a beautiful voice and I love that you can sing a cappella. So Thank you. I just, well, I'm just recovering from either a cold so I, I have been sounding all you know Tom Waits and a bit gruff this week so I'm just slowly getting there <laughs> well I wouldn't have known <laughs> you sound beautiful okay so speaking of beautiful I do love to ask all of my guests if you have a beautiful body tip to share to be honest with you, I me and my family we just love going walking yeah. just up the mountain just you know just it's so good to just get out and get some air and just get a new perspective, isn't it? You think sometimes you can just be in the house, especially obviously homeschooling the kids, yep. and it can just seem like quite intense. And just getting out and the fresh air. There's nothing like the smell of the outdoors, is it? Absolutely. Just the like, you can't even recreate that smell. So just being out. We just live literally behind on, us, on the side of a mountain. So like oh, right behind our house, our, our garden just goes up into the mountain. So we can just go walking and it's just so good when you get up the top and... It's a lovely view. Nice. It's just, yeah, shift stuff, I think. Well, you know, some of your videos, you have scenery, which I'm imagining mm. is from Wales. Yeah. And it's just so beautiful yes. to see the scenery there. Well, please share with us how everyone can find you. Okay, so I'm on Spotify and YouTube and Amazon. And I do have a website. I don't really keep it up to date, to be honest with you. I need to kind of sort that out. <laughs> But it's kind of a bit pointless, just on Facebook or Instagram, you know, the usual. Yeah. I'll make sure to put those links in the show notes, too. <laughs> links. <laughs> Claire, would you be open to praying for everyone today? Yes, I, that'd, be, that'd be cool. Awesome. Yeah, hopefully I won't freeze up like I just did with the singing. It's cool, because every time I feel like I go to pray, I feel like I have no clue, like, what to actually pray. Yeah. A good few months ago, I was just, like, praying with some friends. We had this time of worship, and it was just, like... God's presence was just so tangible and just like you couldn't like it was just hard to move in it you know and I just felt God saying like this is this is my name that's this is my this is how and now ask what you want in my name that's you know so it's not just saying like in the name of Jesus and it's like getting to that place where you it's rather than just starting to pray you know whatever you think yeah and I I did it the other day with my friend who was 
got through illnesses and stuff and she was like really suffering with a really bad migraine and we just like did that kind of I just stopped you know wow. and waited and then prayed and then like literally instantly got healed so straight away migraine oh, went like that so it was so cool yes so wow. every time just yeah who knows what we'll pray about but let's do it okay Absolutely. so <sighs> lord god almighty we just rest in you right now we just lean back into your arms as you lead us beside those still waters and that green grass, that pasture. We just come and rest in you right now. We come and just settle in that place that you've prepared for us, which is so amazing. And Lord, we just thank you for your peace. We thank you, Lord, that you are the good shepherd. You are the one that brings rest. You are the one that brings rest. You are the one who restores. You restore mindsets. You restore hope. Lord, as we just rest in you right now, we just allow you to restore. As we wait on you, would we rise up with wings like eagles? Lord, for any who are feeling tired, burdened, heavy laden, questioning, Lord, we ask for your strength as we wait on you. We give you our weakness. We give you our worries. And we receive your strength. And as we rise, Lord, would you just show us how you see things. Give us your perspective as we soar in with you. And Lord, if there is anyone on the call that feels like they need their heart healed, if there is anyone on the call or anyone listening right now to that, just give him your heart. Any, especially with what we were chatting about, comparison and competition and just feeling like you're not good enough, that what you, you've got is not good enough and that you just don't feel, yeah, that you're just comparing yourself to others. Lord, I just ask right now that you would just come and heal, that you would come and just bring the the right foundation of knowing who you are and who we are in you, Lord. That we would only create for you, through you. That we would only create for you, is for you, Lord. And I thank you for each person listening. And I just bless you all. I just bless each one of you to know that you have got a destiny, that you are loved, that you have got a purpose, you've got a sound that no one else has got. And I just encourage you right now to release it. Amen. Amen. It's beautiful and so powerful and encouraging. Mm. Full of hope. Thank you so much, Claire. I can just see it in my eyes now. I got the blurry eyes going. (laughs) (laughs) My spirit is working. I love it so much. Well, Claire, it has been such a joy having you here today. I am encouraged and excited, excited to see what the Lord is doing in your life and excited to see how others that are listening today, too, are going to be able to grow in their walk with the Lord. Oh, thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Krista. I've just warmed up now. Okay. Ready to go for the next hour. Thank you for having me on. It's been awesome. Thank you for joining me today as we explore the powerful whispers of God. 
I hope you've been inspired, uplifted, and equipped with practical ways to experience His presence in your everyday life. A special thank you to those who have rated, shared, or commented on my podcast. Your input warms my heart. Remember, the journey doesn't end here. Stay connected with me on my website at kristajoyministries.com and be sure to sign up for my newsletter on my main webpage. Or connect with me on Facebook or Instagram at Powerful Whispers Podcast to continue the conversation and stay updated on upcoming episodes. Until next time, I'm Krista Joy signing off. May your journey be blessed with an abundance of God's whispers for you. And make sure to grab hold of the gentle nudges from God.